You're about to listen to a message from Savannah Grace Chapel, Port Harcourt. May these words bear fruit in your heart as you listen. Amen. Okay, let's go into God's word. Or let's continue in God's word, like I like to say. We've been hearing God's word from prayers, from praise and worship, from testimonies. Hallelujah. God has been speaking to us. Let's go further in what God is saying in this service as we share from scriptures. Um, about three weeks ago, yeah, about, we started, I started a series on, um, what's the title of the series, Lucky? Mighty Supply, something about Mighty Supply. Anyway. Amen. And, um, I said, our text is from Philippians 4.19. Glory to God. Philippians 4.19. Almost everybody in church knows that scripture. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And I said that from this, God, God, um, God was speaking to me about four things and four things we'll discuss. Amen. We started discussing the first one, and that's that. It says, but my God shall supply. My God shall supply. And we say that, um, I try and summarize it because a long time ago, let me have the way we have, some of us have put it in our right hand and use it to eat uh, fufu. So I will remind us about it. I said that, um, God is our source. Amen. We must come to this place in life where we see God as our source. See, your job, your business, anything that you do that brings money into your hand is a resource. Is a, is a, is a channel. Thank you, my. It's a channel through which God brings money into your hands. But God is the source. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, this, this, this building, um, um, power comes. Let's just take this hall. Let's, there's a, there's a board there, the power, the power board, where the power comes into the building. Glory to God. Amen. I can plug my phone. We can plug equipment. We have sockets all over this place. We can plug our things to those sockets to charge our, or work our appliances. Amen. The socket is not the one generating the power. Amen. The socket is not the one generating the power. The socket is just a channel. Through which you access the power that is coming into the building. Amen. God is our source. Glory to God. And I'm saying it again to remind us that see, you must learn to see God as the one who supplies. You know your job. That's why you can lose the job and you still be alive. That's why you can lose the job and you still, you still eat. You still wear clothes. You still go about doing whatever you need to do. Are you going to look for another job and get another job? God is our source. And God wants us to come to this place where we see him, we believe him, and we accept him as our source. Amen. Um, one, scripture, one scripture in Psalm, it says, um, the Lord God is my, my son and shield. I think it says, anyway, the part I'm going to say, no good thing with he withhold. From them that walk uprightly. No good thing. God's not withholding anything from you. 
God wants to give you everything because it's your source. Amen. Those of us who have children or those of us who relate with children, you know, when a child, when a child depends on you for something, the child is totally dependent upon you. You know, and, and while we were praising what she was doing and God was uh, using that speaking, using that to speak to me, a child totally depends on you, his parents or his, whether his uncle, auntie, anybody that he, he wants something from. He, to, he he's not asking you for, I mean, it's very rare for a child, especially this age. Come and meet you. Say, Daddy, do you have money? You say, um, yes, I have money. How much money do you have? Say, um, I have, what do you want? Say, Daddy, are you sure the money you have can meet what I want? You know that's a problem. No. A child will come and say, Daddy, I want bicycle. For Christmas, I want you to buy me a bicycle. Then when my birthday comes, I want you to buy me a sports car. Then for my birthday, I want you, he will list all the things. You know, I, I think it was Reverend one time, I was telling one of his daughters, his second daughter, that one time she, she wrote one long list and then went around meeting her friends. What do you want? I was writing. <laughs> All our friends wrote the list. Okay, these are what all the things all my friends want. Uh, yeah, no, my daddy has money. He can buy everything. Amen. We are laughing. But see, that's how a child thinks. And that's how God expects us to think. God is your source. God is your source. The moment you fix your eyes on, 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 um, on a, a channel. Amen. The moment you fix your eyes on a channel. You know, a lot of times people say things like, well, if you, you take your eyes off God and you fix it on man, God will shut that door. Well, maybe that was in those times. In the New Testament, God will not shut that door. You know what happens? You fix your eyes on that channel. Amen. You take your eyes off the source. You empower that channel. That channel has no power of its own. Very soon, the channel will dry up. Amen. Hallelujah. But if God is the one, amen, if God is the one powering that channel, then the channel cannot dry up. Remember, remember, um, Elijah, it's Elijah, B. When God sent him to the brook chariots. Amen. You know, he was at that brook and as long as he was there on God's instruction, the brook never dried. The raven brought food for him and then he had water to drink in the midst of a famine. But the moment God was done with it, that channel dried up. And guess what? One channel dries up doesn't mean that that's the end. God opened another channel for him. Point I'm making this morning is that God is our source. Amen. Say God is my source. Every other channel is a resource. Hallelujah. Uh, so we said, we said a lot of things. I'm just trying to recap it. Okay, and one other thing we said is that God wants you to be obedient to Him. Amen. Bible says that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. God wants you to be obedient. God will give you instructions. God will tell you what to do. God will lead you. Amen. Just be obedient. See, you know, we talked, I think we talked about the story of Naaman that day. Naaman, when he came to the pool, um, the, the, the pool of Siloam, the instruction was just dip into the pool and you'll be cleansed. Amen. All he just need to do, all he just needed to do was obey that instruction. You know, a lot of time, God is giving us financial instructions. 
Whether you know it or not, God is giving us financial instructions every day. There are some that God has given us laid out in scriptures. Amen. You know, yesterday, Emmanuel and I was talking and Emmanuel was really blowing my mind. I've told him that you share those things with the church. But there, there are some instructions that God has given us in scriptures. Then there are instructions that God is giving us every day. Amen. There are instructions that God is giving us every day. Sometimes those instructions don't just look, they look contrary. I mean, for instance, let me give you an example. God's giving an instruction to sow seed. When you say you have a need, say, God, I say the one where I get no do. You say I should give somebody out of it. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't have to make sense. It makes faith. Hallelujah. And as you obey, God is bound to meet our needs. Now, see, also from the story of Naaman, Naaman's healing was not in the water. Because remember, Naaman came and said, oh, ah, can you imagine? He said, I should go and bath in this dirty, I mean, you know, it's like, like saying, um, uh, let me not call any of their names. One of our, um, government people here, they come to church, and, you know, and he come, they're blowing siren down, say, wait, 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 wait. And said, because they told them that there's one pastor here that can heal him. And then the, um, the, his security people come and say, oh, guys, downstairs. And then I tell gifts, because she does it, I tell, um, Oga that she go and bath in that, um, one car wash in Egypt there. No, the water from the car wash, let him use it to bath seven times. Amen. And the guy said, can you imagine? Does this man know who I am? Who I am, yam? So I should go and bath. I, you, I come, I live in the state house. Does he know the kind of water that is purified in the state house for me? To... I start making noise. Then one girl, two, one of the summer said, okay. If he said you should do a more difficult thing. And you know, a lot of times, that's what the problem, even always as believers have. God gives you one simple, small instruction. Sow your seed. Pay your tithe regularly. Um, what? Can you imagine? But if God say, every day, carry, carry 5,000 naira. And make sure that you share it around the city of Portacot. Make sure that not one naira doesn't remain on your hand before the close of the day. Tomorrow, money will come to you. You know that one you will do. Carrier. The money has say, remaining 15 naira. Hey, 15 naira. Who do I give 15 naira to? Amen. A lot of times, so, and, and the, the summer will say, if you are told you to do a more difficult thing, when you have not have done it, so what is there in bathing? Come bath and be healed. Let's go home. Amen. Point I'm making that. Neman's healing was not in the waters. Neman's healing was in the obedience to the instruction. Because the prophet could have told him, go and bath in that water. And say, no, I'm not bath in the water. She, no, no, no bath, no be bath. I'll go and bath in my house. Go and bath in his house. He will bath 14 times. He will bath 27 times. Nothing will happen. But it was in his obedience to the instruction. Glory to God. Hallelujah. As we obey God's instruction, God is bound to supply all our needs in the name of Jesus. Like I said, we said a lot of things. I don't want to go through them. Talked about how big God is. Amen. So when God is saying that, um, when, when, when Paul is saying, my God shall supply all your needs, is that you know how big God is. Like, sorry, I gave up my reverend's daughter. She, she, she has a big perspective of her father. 
I get all my needs, all my friends. My daddy can do what is it? my daddy. Hey, my daddy can meet all these things. Doesn't take him anything. But how do you think about God? And you know that's very important. How do you think about God when you when you have a need of a you know sometimes when you have a need of a a thousand naira say ah give or take I can handle thousand naira now fifty thousand naira say mm, Lord. Huh. Lord, I trust you for 15,000 naira. You know, you can do this 50,000 naira. Amen. I receive in Jesus name. 50 million naira. Huh. Where am I going to get 50 million naira from? Kai, it's I just know wiki now. It's a dangote. I'm related to dangote now. What is 50 million naira? Hey, God, oh, God, 50 million, 50 million, 50 million, God, 50 million. Who can I ask for? No, 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 no. Amen. But God is saying, for 1,000 naira, for 50,000 naira, no, let me start. For 50 naira, for 50,000 naira, for 50 million naira, you see God as your source. Amen. See, learn to trust God for even, even, you know, there was one time when, 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 when we were in school in Zaria, the Reverend was training us. Reverend say, you have the money to buy a bottle of Coke for yourself. Trust God, believe God for a bottle of Coke. And a lot of us just have testimony that time. Somebody just walk up to you and just, I mean, I'm, from the unlikely sources, like some people say, stingy people just walk up to you and say, ah, pastor, I just sitting there, you want to drink Coke? Let me buy you Coke now. Say, eh, say, eh, you want to buy me coke? Because you know, uh, stingy buy coke. You want to buy me? Ah, yes, now, let me buy coke. Eh, somebody, buy Paso Coke now, give Paso Coke. Your needs are met. Amen. Hallelujah. And you see, sometimes, eh, when we learn to practice, um, practice God meeting our needs using small things, then when it comes to bigger things, it becomes easy. Amen. Now, I always tell the story. Of, I always tell the, 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 this account of David and um, Goliath. You know, when David confronted Goliath, it was not the day he confronted Goliath that he was talking about, um, he, he, you know, he started gymming and thinking of, uh, say, ah, uh, my God, hey, God can do it. Maybe God can. No, you hear what David said. When uh, the king said that, he said, <laughs> he said, you see, I used to keep sheep for my father. That the bear came, I smote it. The lion came, I smote it. This Philistine, the same way that God gave me victory over those, he's going to give me victory over this giant. The same way you get victory in your small, small financial needs, trusting God as your source, is the same way that you're going to scale it up when the big needs come. Amen. Some of us are going to make me a head of a multinational. God's going to give me a company that is big. God's going to do and yet, you can't believe God for one cup of gari at home. So how do you build a multinational where you're going to believe God for billions of naira to run it? Amen. You know, it's the same faith that you use for one cup of gari. It's the same faith that you use for a billion naira. Hello? I say it again. The same faith that you use to get one pin is the same faith that you use to get a billion naira. Let me say it again. The same faith that you use to get 
50 naira or 100 naira, is there 50, 50 naira transport? 100 naira transport to go anywhere is the same faith that you use to get 10 million naira to buy a brand new car. What did Jesus say? If you have faith as small as the grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be removed and shall be removed. Amen. Hallelujah. So, see, your problem is not, your problem is not, um, more faith. Your problem is, let me put it this way. Your problem is faith to use the faith that you have. Do you understand what I just said now? Your problem is not more faith. Because ah, if, if I can, you know, if I can just build my faith, if I can just have more faith, if I can just have giant faith, that's not your problem. Your problem is that to have faith enough to use this faith that you have. Hallelujah. God is our source. God is our source. Say, God is my source. Okay, God is my source. Say, God is my source. Because it's not source, it's not a bole source. God is my source. Say, so God is my source. Hallelujah. Now let's move on. Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply. So we're talking about my God shall supply. God is our source. God is the one that supplies. I says God shall. No, we say that uh, shall is one of the strongest uh, um, English, whatever, some speak, figure of speech. says my God shall supply. Now, what does God supply? That's very important. My God shall supply what? All your needs. My God shall supply all your needs. God supplies all our needs. Amen. God supplies all our needs. And up front, up front, I'm going to say this. God supplies all our needs. Amen. Glory to God. He supplies needs. He doesn't supply money. Amen. Hold on, hold on before you begin to throw stones at me. Bible says that my God shall supply all your needs. All your needs. He supplies. When I have a need, God said that I will supply that need. Now, if it needs money to meet the need, God will supply the money. But God supplies the need. You know one thing I've discovered because of uh, 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 um, doing the studies and everything. One thing I've discovered, we have allowed money to become such a limiting factor. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you know like you, when, when you say, uh, um, um, uh, ah, I need, I need a new phone. Ah, I need a new phone. And you go online, go and check the price of the phone. Say, ah, the kind of phone, the kind of phone me I like. Ah, it's, 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 it has the specs. Uh, uh, ah, sky. Now, wow. 150,000 naira. Okay. Ah, God, thank you. Thank you. Because you give me 150,000 naira for my phone. You give me 150,000 naira for my phone. You give me 150. Yeah, hello. What do you want? Phone or 150,000 naira? Amen. Hallelujah. Bethel wanted a tab. 
you go and check online. Say, kind of five by one. Okay, it's two hundred and fifty thousand naira, or the, I mean, maybe say a hundred pounds. Uh, that's a, ha, God, I received a hundred pounds in the name of Jesus. Somebody favor me and give me a hundred pounds in the name of Jesus. Ilu, hundred pounds. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You know what I mean? Ilu, hundred pounds in the name of Jesus. Say, I, I agree. Hundred. I stand in faith with you. Hundred pounds in the. She didn't do any of that. But guess what? I want an I want a tab. I believe God for a tab. Lord, I receive a tab. She's getting a tab. What's her business? How is bought? Is it, what, did I say I want to buy a tab? I need a tab. I get a tab. God supplies our needs. Amen. See, learn to trust God to meet the need. And stop putting money because Look, a lot of time when we put money, it's, in fact, sometimes, do, do you know sometimes it's easy to believe God? Let, let me, uh, let me explain myself a bit so that you understand. It's easy to believe God for, for instance, let me say, let's put like, for instance, it might be easy for me to believe God for a car. I just look at a car and I like the car. No, let's stay with the phone. I look at the phone. I like this phone. I said, oh, I like this spec of the phone. Maybe I should also say something. I like this phone. Ah, I believe God. God, I believe I received this phone in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this phone. And I just release my faith to get the phone. It's easy. It will be easy for me. Than when I say, ah, I like this phone. No. I say, how much is the phone? You say, 150. 150 for phone. Abana. Ah, ah, ah. Anyway, anyway, say, say this God I'm believing. You know, but in your back of your mind, 150 for phone. Now, well, if I have that 150,000 now, ah, I think I can do with it though. But God, God meets my need according to his riches in glory. So I have my phone in the name of Jesus, even though the phone is 150,000. Do you know that the thought of the money has started eroding your faith? Because somebody can come, somebody can come tomorrow now, and somebody can come tomorrow, and then he say, eh, you say you're believing God for one hundred phone of one Let's go to say, say eh, just give me the money. Just give me the money. I will buy it. Ah, there are more pressing needs now. One hundred fifty thousand for a phone. I beg go. Amen. Now let me go revive. Let me let me let me take it back to the one you're talking about children. Do you know a child never how many how many have you taken children to supermarkets before? Daddy. I want this one, you know, one day I went to buy something. One little boy came in with the dad. One children's, children's shop. Say, daddy, I want this bicycle. I like this bicycle. The father said, okay, I'll, I'll get it for you later. But you have one already at home now. Say, no, I want this new one. Well, it's okay. I'll get you the bicycle. Then when he said, I saw this uh, children car. Daddy, I want this car. But I said, you have three already. He said, no, this one is better. I want this one. And, no, I want this one. I want to have everything. I want this. Mama said, for Google, I say, I want the whole shop. <laughs> Amen. But what's his business? What's his business about the cost? He's not, do, do you know, he didn't even look at the price tag. He didn't even ask the, uh, uh, um, what are they called? Those, the people, shop attendants, say, how much is this one? No, <laughs> I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. Daddy, I want perform. Bring out that your card and do something here. You know, the same way we can trust God. Lord, you meet my need. Amen. 
And I'm saying it, like, like I said, money is important. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not discrediting money. I'm not saying money is important. Money is not important. Money is important. But if God wants to bring the money, let it be his prerogative how he does it. Amen. Amen. You know, your child can come to you. I'm, I'm using children this morning because God has, God instructs us to be like little children. A child can come to you and say, Daddy, I want biscuits. You can decide, okay, um, for instance, in church here now, you decide, okay, you know, I can't give you the money to go and cross the road and go and buy biscuits, so I'll go and get the biscuit for you. I'll buy the biscuit for you. But ma- there's Malam downstairs. There's Malam downstairs selling biscuits. Daddy, I want biscuit. Take. Go. Open the gate. Go to Malam place. Buy biscuit. I come inside. Now. Do you hear me? Come back now. I can give him the money. <laughs> I can go and buy the biscuit for him. What did he ask for? Biscuits. And what is he getting? Biscuits. My God supplies all, all my needs. What do I need? God says that I supply all. Hallelujah. Don't allow money to become a tyrant in trusting God to meet your needs. Amen. I said God, God can, God can and does give money to people. But see, it's not all the time that money is everything. You know, uh, uh, um, Church was attending Lagos. Um, of course, a lot of us know him, Pastor Sam Adeyemi. He he, won't, he had a message and he even wrote a book about it. Say ideas rule the world. You know, a lot of times it's ideas that sell. There's something he used to say, and it just stuck with me. He said, "He said, look, you know, let, 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 before I go into that, you know, a lot of times people are saying, ah, I want to start a business. Ah, I have this business." Mm. This business, eh, if I start it, eh, the business go blow. Hey, the business go blow. They will hear. Uh, what is the business about? Um, you know, is is um, you know, it's like buying and selling thing. You know that kind of thing, Sha. You know, you know how that kind of thing works, Sha. So I want to be buying. Uh, what are you buying and selling? Um, you know, you know. Sometimes you know, clothes move. So uh, I, I want to sell clothes. Uh-huh. Then, 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 there's some people that I know like jewelry. I don't sell jewelry too. Then, then, you... okay. So, how much do you need to start this business? Huh? If I get something like 10 million, Sha, 10 million, I think 10 million can start it too. 10 million can start. In fact, it's too much. Too. But if I get 10 million, Sha, yeah. that business will not fly. You know what? That's why even if, and what I'm saying, even in the business, um, business cycle, those of you who are in business, you, there's something about called making a business plan, writing a business proposal. What's your business proposal? You do, you do, you don't have to do, they do SWOT analysis, you do everything, you, you, the, 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 the merit and the merit, you, the, you do all your research and quiz. But I'm saying this. I wish Pastor Ade me say, is that ideas rule the world. Now this is it. This business, you have an idea for something that you want to do. Have you thought it through? Have you packaged it enough? Have you, for us as believers, have we allowed the Holy Spirit to help us to work this thing so that if I meet Dangote and I have one minute with Dangote, I can sell my business to him and he will invest in it. That's a lot of times. That's how most of these big people, that's how they make money. Amen. You know, you say, no, if I meet Dangote, let, let me just sit down with him for 30 minutes. By the time I finish, 30 minutes. Where will you get him to sit in 30 minutes? Amen. 
You know, probably you're meeting him. Maybe you meet him in the, at the airport. I have a business proposal. Say, yes, I'm listening to you. And he's walking off. You're following him and telling him. It's what? And that's where, for us as believers, the Holy Spirit helps us. Because he will, he will package your words to say the right thing. It's in the process of that, you're selling the idea to him. You say something and then he will stop. So what did you just say? Hmm. Okay. You know what? I'm on my way to London now. I'll be back in three days. This is my card. See me in my office. Yeah, that's the break that a lot of us want. But a lot of us, uh, how many of us are prepared for those breaks? Yeah. <laughs> Sir, it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> I never thought I would ever see <laughs> you like this. Oh, yes, I want to do own business. Ah, the business. Hmm. Hey, you know, I've been praying for five years. I've been praying that one day I will meet you. Hello? 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 He's not impressed. He's not impressed. Amen. But your ideas are the ones that make money. That's the point I'm making. That's the point I'm making. Forget any joke I'm cracking along with. Your ideas are the ones that make money. And God can give you that winning idea. Glory to God. God can drop that idea. That because, see, any business you see today, any conglomerate you see today, any multinational you see today, it started from somebody's idea. It started as an, as an idea. Even though those of us are working in various places, all the places you are working, it started as an idea. Come on, just wake up and say, ah, it'd be good to start a radio station. So, and then, he begins to do his research, get everything, and then, boom, registration exists. Amen. Even the, the, you know, I was, I was, it's a digression, but I believe it will help somebody. You know, I always tell the story. I think I even talked about research again. You know, a lot of the, some of the big companies you see in Nigeria today that are started by foreigners, they came to this country with nothing. Literally, I worked some of them. You came into the country with nothing. Just the idea in their head. They walked into a bank. Sold the idea to the bank. Amen. Got the finances. Started the business. And today, you have multinational businesses. Say, eh, you know, it's because it's a, it's a, it's a white person. You know, the one that went to the bank to, to go and get loan. Nobody will give me loan. There are Nigerians who have had ideas, went to the bank and assessed loan and started businesses. The point I'm making is that, look, don't let money be your limiting factor. I want to start a business. The first thing I'm thinking about is the money. Say, ah, if I have 10 million naira naira, the kind of business where I go do it, the kind of business where I go do it, ah, no, Kai, 10 million naira, only 10 million naira, it's 10 million that is suffering me like this, so it's 10 million that is keeping me in this position, no? 10 million naira, what I will do? Shut up, you will have 10 million naira. In, in two blink of the eye, the 10 million naira is gone. They are back to square zero. I say, eh, actually, it's, it's, it's because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> recently, uh, a few, few weeks ago or something like that, some people were fighting in my neighborhood. And, um, the, the fight was that I borrowed this person money and the person has refused to pay back. So the person that, the person that borrowed money, the, the person that, how do you say? The, the borrower and the borrowee. The person, 
the person that borrowed somebody money was there. You must pay me my money today, or you must pay me. This is I know they hear all the things where you talk about me. Eh? Nonsense person. I borrow you money, finish. You did talk to now because I get bad luck. That's why the money no, uh, no, no, you don't think I do good business. Say <laughs> so now my bad luck, now you enter my money where the money no do business for you. That's the kind of story that people will be telling. You'll be looking for every avenue to justify the money that just flew away. But when you have an idea, see, resources flow in. So that's what the word is called provision. What is it? For the vision. For what you see. Provision. Pro. For the vision. For what is vision? For what you see. Ideas are pictures, mental pictures you have in your mind. When you have a mental picture in your mind, resources flow into it. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. So let me come back. So it says, God supplies all, all your needs. All your needs. See God as the one who supplies your needs. Amen. You know, look at the life of Jesus. All through the life of Jesus, we never saw Jesus. Jesus had needs, right? But we never saw him put money first. Amen. One time, they, he, before the first miracle he performed, he got to a wedding, they said there was no wine. He didn't tell them, he said, so how much do you have? Uh, uh, guy, I bet me will raise money here. These the people don't have wine. I, I don't know. I don't know. But some, some record, records say that Jesus was related to the people getting married. They were a family member. So, Let's assume that was correct. Say, ah, I beg, I beg, no let it disgrace me here. Now me, everybody look me, say, I be Jesus. How much do you have? Let's gather money. No. <laughs> I just started talking about it recently. Jesus said, uh, I fill the pots with water. They finish filling it with water. So oh, yeah, carry, go and give the governor of the feast. Amen. They fed the water, went to give the governor of the feast. It had turned to wine. He didn't even taste it. He didn't even say, uh, uh, let me see, let me see. No. Uh, I have you water with uh, I'm going to give the governor of the feast. I became wine. Amen. When he when he was to feed the multitude, amen. The disciples were saying that ah, that um, you know we uh, the, the crowd is so much, and what the amount that we the money that we even if we have this amount of money can't feed these people. And Jesus said, okay, what do you have? Amen. What do you have? It was what they had. He said, bring it. He blessed it, multiplied it, and met the needs. And he had leftovers. Amen. When Jesus was, when he was preparing for, uh, to, to die, they needed, um, a limousine to enter town. He told them, there's one, brand new, Tialeda. There's one Tialeda car that nobody has used before. Go and tell the person, I need it. He will give it to you. They needed a hall to do their, their Passover feast. He, he, and guess what? All this time, Jesus had an account. He had a treasurer who was chopping the team. Mega. But we never saw Jesus say, um, uh, Judas, how much the account? Uh, we need to, we need to buy, um, <laughs> amen. What was the money for? What was the money that uh, uh, um, Jesus had for? Answer. Because it's in that story. For giving arms. For sowing seeds. 
You know how you say, ah, mm, Pastor, you want because you want people to associate to you. Yes, I want people to associate to me, but that's not why I'm saying that. Read the story, read through the lines. When, when, um, the night of Jesus' betrayal, when, um, Jesus did his hand and Judas did uh, his hand inside, Jesus said to Judas, He said, What you will do, do quickly. And Judas got up and went out. What did the Bible tell us? The disciples thought that, oh, he has gone out to give arms as we usually do. That was the normal practice. When you see Judas go like that, when his accountant come out like that, accountant is going to give arms. Amen. Hallelujah. There was no time. The only time we ever saw money mentioned in, uh, in, in um, this thing was when they said they needed to pay tax. And that's why I said, when they said they needed to pay tax, they just said, go to, go to the river. The first fish you can open this mouth, the money is there. And that's why I'm saying that if you need money, God will cause the money to come. But see, don't let the money be what you are fixated on. Hey, money, money. Hey, money, 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 money. No. God meets my needs. God meets my needs. God meets my needs. And something I've always said, um, I think, who says it? Um, Jesse or one of the, Jesse, Jesse Duplantis says, say, God did not ask you to pay for it. He asked you to believe for it. You know, if you can, if you can, if you can make that mental switch, mental adjustment of seeing God meeting your needs. You know you can believe for anything. You can believe God for anything. And that's what a lot of these men of God that we see, we read their stories, we hear, we hear their stories. That's what they have, that's where they have come to. Where they know God meets, God is the one that meets this need. God can meet this need. It's not the money. I'm one, one, one person that always blows my mind when he hears testimony. I, 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 I'm, between my wife and um, Lucky, they should be able to give, give his figures. Andrew Womack. Andrew Womack is believing God for projects that are running into millions of dollars. Mi- hundreds of millions of dollars. And uh, if I, Andrew Womack, forgive, forgive my saying so, but Andrew Womack is one of the most annoying of them all. Because the guy is believing God for hundreds of millions of dollars and he's like, you know, um, we have a project that is coming up and it's going to cost a hundred million dollars. Uh, God has met. <laughs> Can you just show an expression? Just, uh, you know, we believe. <laughs> and we, 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 when we're building this thing, one, one of the testimonies was given. When we were built, they built one. It cost how many millions of dollars to build that, um, something. I said on the day of the dedication, you know, it was just there. I mean, those of us who know he's just, he's as plain as the, the wall. He has, I said, I want to take him to walk up to him. I said, are you not excited? Show some excitement. He said, I'm sorry, I'm excited, but I was excited so, so, and so months ago when God told me about it. Amen. You never put money first. And I'm saying the same thing to you. Never come to a place where you never put money first. I have a need. This is the need. Separate the need from the money. This is the need. God, I want you to meet this need. If you want to use money, use money. It's your business. If you want to do it directly, you, if you want to use people, whatever, however, my God supplies all my needs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
So instead of being dominated by money, see money as a servant, see money as a tool. Amen. See money as a one of the means to get it done. I know, like uh, uh, Lizzie was saying this morning. Sometimes money, 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 money. Ah, if, I, if I have money, I have money, money. Nah. There are things that money can solve. Um, Job, um, Steve Jobs, that's his name, Steve Job. Well, Steve Job, I'll be Job, 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 J-O-B, Steve J-O-B. The guy was w- one of the richest men in the world. I think by when he died, he was one of the, I can't remember what his number was. Guess what? He died of cancer. All his money in the world could not save him. Amen. And that's why one of the definitions of prosperity that I love so much says prosperity is the ability to use God's power to meet all your needs. No, prosperity is not that I have, I have, I have money. I have, you know, like some people, some people brag the one time. I have money that if I start devouring the money and devour a start from the other end, if, if I live to be a hundred lifetime, we will never meet. No, that's not prosperity. They didn't meet, but <laughs> Devourer finally chopped the whole thing finish. And Bible says that um, a, a, how does it say, a, is a righteous man. He leaves an inheritance for his children's children. See, the kind of, the kind of riches, the kind of inheritance God is, the kind of wealth that God is talking about when it comes to us is wealth that lives, outlives us. It's wealth that outlives us. When, Send, if Christ dies, send generation after you are gone. They are still referring to you as a progenitor of this wealth. Amen. Rockefeller Foundation is, a, is an example. Up to today, Rockefeller Foundation is one of the big foundations that is funding a lot of things in, the, in, in America. Rockefeller has been dead long ago. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, let's, let's come to the Bible. You know, look at the life of Abraham. Look at the life of Abraham. Abraham was you know, Abraham, Abraham became rich and wealthy, not because of anything that he did. Amen? Not because of any work that he did. Why did Abraham become wealthy? Let's look at it. Um, I think it's Genesis chapter 12, I think. Genesis chapter 12. Let's look at Genesis 12, 1. Yes. Now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. God was saying that get out of your security and your comfort zone to a place that I will show you. And he said, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. Those are the words that God spoke over Abraham. Has he asked him to come out of his security? Amen. Some of us are doing, some of us, I, I, I just dropped my eyes. Some of us, a place of work or something that we're doing. And God is telling you, leave this thing of security and come out to the place I'm showing you. But you're coming out, not just on your own. You're coming out with my blessing following you. Amen. Now what's a blessing? A blessing are words that empower. So God speaks words over you. Those words empower you. Those words are the words you run by and you run with. To make success. He says, I will make, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. 
and you shall be a blessing. Let's jump to 13 from verse 8, verse 8 to 11. And he moved from there to the mount, to the mountain east of Bethel, and he pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai, I, on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called the name, and called on the name of the Lord. Verse. So Abraham journeyed going on still towards the south. Ah, 13. Brother Lucky, God will give you a good woman. (laughs) If you know, you know. (laughs) I'm lucky, nothing, nothing. Nobody's going to jail because I said that. (laughs) Okay, okay. So Abraham said to Lord, please let there be no strife between you and me and between my headmen and your headsmen, for we are brethren. It's not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. Or if you take, if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Verse 10. And Lot lifted his eyes and saw all the plains of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go towards Zoar, then Lord chose for himself all the plains of Jordan, and Lord journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Amen. Glory to God. Now, see, 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 see what just happened here. Abraham came out with whatever he had. Well, apparently what he had was not compared to what he has now. Abraham came out, God prospered him, and because Lot was with him, God prospered the two of them. God, the blessing on Abraham worked in Lot's life. So they became too big that they couldn't occupy the same land. Uh, Abraham came and said, Guy, let's not fight. We are brothers, we are family members. There's no need to fight over this. You choose one place, choose anywhere. Just look around, choose anywhere. Anywhere you live, I will take. Amen. And Lot, I think we've talked about it before. Lot, Ojukokuru. He looked, said, ah, this one are the better place. Ah, look at this. Oh, this place is beautiful. He chose the best part and left the non-good part for Abraham. You know, Abraham didn't come and say, what kind of rubbish is it? Am I not your senior? It's not because of even me that you made money. It's not. No. Abraham, is it, is it okay for you? Oh yeah, go, 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 go. I will choose this place. I will go this place. Why? Abraham knew what was at work on him. He knew that there was a blessing on him. It was the blessing on him that was causing these things to happen. I'm saying that be conscious of the blessing you carry. Be conscious that you are blessed of God. Be conscious that heads I win, tails you lose. Anyhow you turn, anyhow you turn the dice, it's always in my favor. That is a consciousness you should carry. Why? Because you know that God supplies all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. You know a lot of times when we talk about spiritual warfare, 
You think that the spiritual warfare is binding the devil, uh, casting demons, and you know, that, that is not spiritual warfare. And like I always say, I always say, and I, you can't change my mind about it. That is children, children play. That is children play. That is not spiritual warfare. You know what spiritual warfare is? Spiritual warfare is getting your mind to align with God's word. Because you say, eh, no matter how big the demon is, no matter how powerful he is, it has ten heads. Fire is coming out of everything. In the name of Jesus, it will fall like rag to the floor. But you see, so what is the fight there? Uh, Elwood come and he's punching me and he's beating me and he's, and I say, yeah, if I, if you allow me to roll trouser for you, if I remove my wristwatch for you, are you are you are you all right? No, that's what that's what for a lot of believers. Are you all right? Demons is threatening you. And I say, hey, it's the blood of Jesus. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. He say. <laughs> It's like, it's like the example I just gave you that. <laughs> I will beat you. I will beat you. If I carry you fast. Will you stop that nonsense? What is wrong with you? That is not battle. The battle, the battle, the Christian battle, the battle that we fight is aligning our minds with God's word. Because you see, you know what? The devil will not, the devil will, he knows that if I come with showing my full power and strength, you have power that is more than his own. He knows that you can deal with him. So guess what? He will stay at the window and be telling him, say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. You, you are righteous. Abby. <laughs> say righteous. Righteous where they talk why? Oh, righteous I lied yesterday. Righteous where they still, oh, <laughs> because they're righteous. Say, no, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. With even this sin that you committed, you are righteous. Say, yes, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Eh, when you are righteous, why are things not working? I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. My God supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He supplies all your needs. <laughs> and you have not been able to pay your rent in six months. You know, there's a lot of comedy that talk like, you have not been able to pay your rent in six months. You're playing with disgrace. <laughs> my God supplies my needs. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That, that is the battle you fight. You must fight it to a point where, see, the, and the battle is that you're fighting to a point where your mind suddenly, after doing it for a while, your mind becomes resolute. Say, no, I know it. You hear men of God, one of men of God that I really like and I always quote, people like, um, Bishop Oedipo. Say, I can never be poor another day of my life. The poverty. Amen. You, 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 I mean, if you have heard the story, he'll tell you that one of the times when he finally came, God caught that revelation was one, one time he was reading Gloria Copeland's book. Um, God's will for you is prosperity. He read that book and all of a sudden it just occurred to him that I can never be poor in this life. That is the battle you should fight. Not Waging, but no, God will bring ideas of making money. God will bring ideas of, uh, uh, of uh, businesses. God will bring ideas of increase. God will bring, God will bring those ideas. God has no problem bringing those ideas. Amen. But you see, the battle you need to fight is where you come to the place where you know that it is God and God alone. 
that when a need arises, the first thing you think about, the first person you think about is God. That is the battle. That is the battle. Amen. So Abraham, God says, take anywhere you want to. I know what I carry. I know what I carry. I know what I carry. If I come into a dry land, you know, uh, 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 one time, uh, Kenneth Copeland, well, Kenneth Copeland said that, take everything I have today. Take everything I've made today. Drop me in the middle of a desert, but leave me with my Bible. And he said, in um, how many, um, is it six months? He said, I will reproduce everything. What audacity. He said, drop me in the middle of the desert. In six months, I will reproduce everything. There was one time, you know, one time, the land he had, <laughs> America is not like Nigeria. The land he had, they discovered that there was oil on the land. And God told him for, for years, more than 10 years, God told him, don't touch the oil. And he was running a ministry, he was just starting out the ministry, well, in the middle of ministry, had the hard things to do. God told him, don't touch the oil. Trust me. Kerry Copeland went, built a ministry. I mean, Kerry Copeland one time was one of the wealthiest, and I think even up to today, is one of the wealthiest preachers in America. And we just said recently, a few years ago, that God told him, okay, you cannot start touching the oil. I asked God, I said, why? He said, God, I wanted you to build your trust in me as your source, not the oil. Amen. Amen. I think it was um, one very short message that uh, one Wednesday, um, Emmanuel and Lucky spoke. We should get it and listen to it. Amen. You know, a lot of times, if, like Lucky was saying, if you have, if you have one million naira today, you know, there are things you can plan with. Ah, man, I pay my rent. Buy new clothes, settle some bills. I'm comfortable. God, God, don't try. If you have ten million naira, you know your you to expand. Ah, huh. I'll buy a car. Then, uh, you know, hundred million. Ah, I'll go begin the price house for GRE. A price two, two, two Mercedes cars. One for I use on Monday. One that I use on Tuesday. You have a billion dollars. You know, when we were young, my brother, my brother, we used to make fun. Say, ah, you'll not be rich. You just enter the street, you'll be stabbing people and just be giving them money. But, but see, what is the, what is, what is changing here? What is changing your perspective? The money you have. Now that's why you've entered, um, uh, Gotha. Because somebody, after you meet, 100 million, but this is, we are going back down now. You start resizing, you start resizing. But you know, if your eyes is on, if your eyes is on, you know, a phrase came to my mind, and it's a good, in this sense, it's a good one. If you're a gold digger and your eyes is on God, be a gold digger that your eyes is on God. You know, if they say a woman is a gold digger, she's not, and <laughs> they dig the gold. Let, let the gold be there. It, the gold doesn't exhaust. So, uh, guy, <laughs> I, I want a new, new home magic. <laughs> yeah, how many? 
I want a new Mercedes Benz. You know, I've talked about this advertise. So where um one guy they they got to a car shop, they drove the car, they said they tested the car around, drove the car around human say the dealer came, said, um, you like the car? Said, um, I forgot really forgetting that but, but say, um, you like the car? Say yes, love the car. Say, so are you taking it? Turn to the wife, say, How many do we take? They are taking they wanted to take the cars in colors. See, what I'm making is that let your eyes be on God. When your eyes are on God, then you can plan big. You can think large. You can, you can, you can live large. Because you are dependent on the one whose resources never runs dry. Amen. Amen. God supplies all your needs. God supplies all your needs. Say, God supplies all my needs. No, say it again. God supplies all my needs. God supplies all my needs. And when money is a need, God supplies it. Amen. My my message this morning, take your eyes off money. Take your eyes off money. Again, I say money is important. Even the Bible says that money answers all things. Amen. But and another scripture says money is a defense. Amen. But take your eyes off money. Put your eyes on God. Like I said, like the grand message, message Emmanuel preached, uh, uh, um, what he was saying about, um, God was saying, say, um, uh, the birds of the field. They neither, they, have you ever seen a bird? Have you ever seen, um, birds say, um, they are complaining of scarcity? Say, uh, uh, economy, economy is harsh. So even the birds inside you, have you, have you ever woken up one day? God, that's the place I see them a lot. You see them on, um, electric, uh, this, you see one skinny, but they're machated because there's, um, there's economic problem. So it, amen. He says, God feeds them every day. God meets their needs. Trust God to meet your needs. Trust God. Tell God your needs. Just like I was talking about the phone when I said, Holy Spirit, I should ask him about it. Tell God your need. God, this is what I need. I trust you to meet the need. Don't even put it in money terms. Let God decide how he will handle it. Except if you really need money. Even sometimes you think that you need money, but what you need is not money. Like I've always said, Okay, uh, 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 we, we need new drums in church. So, uh, the, the kind of drum, this kind of drum, we need eight, eight, um, something drums. I, what I want is drums. Come tomorrow, uh, come next Sunday, and I see drums. How is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, drum is what I want. I'm not going to arrange, the, uh, that kind of drum you want, it's cost, uh, it's like uh, over a million naira. I'm not going to say, okay, we'll gather one million. I'm not going to gather one million naira and put it here. And then they play one million naira. No, it's drums I want. Take your eyes off money. Fix your eyes on God. And see him meet your need. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. My God supplies all. I always say I love the scriptures. Scriptures absolute. All, not some, not the major ones, not the difficult ones, not the expensive ones. All. Oh, trust God. I don't have to pay for it. I just believe God for it. Amen. 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 We've had testimonies of people. Because some of them say, eh, no, but my rent now, I need to pay my rent. You've had testimony of people who said they pay their rent for them. Somebody will say, how much is your rent? Okay, I'll send the money. Is rent paid? It's paid. We've had people that say, somebody will walk up and say, eh, eh, eh. I've used, I've used three cars. I've used three cars. It's my adult life. That were my own. I've not bought one car before. I've not bought a car before. Amen. Do I have car? Yes. Amen. God supplies your needs. God supplies your need. Not just supplies money. Amen. I, I, I don't, I don't know why I, 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 I can't leave this. See, a lot of times people, 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 people calculate, people or uh, judge how wealthy they are by how much they have in their accounts. Say, ah, my account, you know, ah, I have, have billions. Somebody had billions one time. The Bible says that he had money. He had, he said, ah, my soul, uh, you have arrived. Oh yeah. Let's die and enjoy the thing. God say, you fool. God called him a fool. Amen. There's so many things to learn from that story. I'm not, we're not going into it. But there's one thing that is instructive for me. Depending on his riches, God called him a fool. God supplies our needs according to his riches in glory. See, school your mind until it becomes your truth and your reality. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I trust that we have been blessed this morning. We'll continue. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Connect with Savannah Grace Chapel Port Harcourt on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Port Harcourt. And download our messages free on Telegram at t.me forward slash SGC Port Harcourt.